This is the Strong Cast. I'm Armstrong Williams, and today we're looking at the world of art with the curator of the Baltimore Museum of Art, Chris Belfort, is in the house. You can hear him, but I know you want to see him, but you're only going to hear him today. And we're talking about art. Welcome to the Strong Cast. I'm Armstrong Williams. Chris Belfort, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. What, tell us about these artists, these black artists, man, that have been hidden away like treasures, and they've come on the scene and they're bosses and they're de making demands for their artwork and they're being paid millions and millions. There was a time when they could not sell. Talk about the Mark Bradfords, the Jack Whitmans of the world, the Amos Sherrill. Talk about these fascinating yeah. people. Yeah, well, they are fascinating people. I mean, I think they, you know, Mark Bradford's a great example. He represented the United States at the Venice Biennale this past year. I had the privilege of being the commissioner along with Katie Siegel, my co-curator for the show. So that is the Olympics of the art world. Every nation sends their best and brightest to Venice, and they, 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 it's a city of art. We, and Mark represented the US, and I think it's fascinating. If you go back to 1960, the Baltimore Museum of Art represented the US and Venice. And at that point, it was four white male painters. Fast forward 60 years, if my math is correct, and you have a black 55-year-old black man from South Central Los Angeles, former hairdresser, who is now one of the greatest painters in the world, in my opinion, the greatest painter in the world, who has completely reinvented abstraction. So he's taken the world by storm justly, because if we are responsible to our role as stewards of the history of art, you should be scratching and clawing to buy a painting by Mark Bradford. Same with Amy Sherald, the portraitist who just painted uh, Michelle Obama extraordinary artist. And if you are directing an institution and your charge is to tell a history of art, you should be pursuing a painting by a young female painter based in Baltimore who has reinvented portraiture. And Jack Whitman? Well, Jack Whitman, I think, is one of the most important artists of the 20th century. So often there is a German painter named Gerhard Richter who is uh, often understood as somebody who reinvented abstraction. So if you actually look, by looking at photography, if you actually look at that history, it was in fact Jack Whitten, years before Gerhard Richter, who developed a relationship to photography using painting. So uh, he toiled in relative obscurity for about five decades, and unfortunately just recently passed away. Uh, but in the last five to seven years has ascended and has become prominent in the art world, acknowledged for his extraordinary mastery of both painting and sculpture. And um, I consider it a great privilege to have known him. I wish he'd had a longer period of recognition, but I'm absolutely certain that his contribution to the history of art is for all time. So how did Chris Bafford, um get so involved with these unique black artists. How did you become their brother and help put them on the global scene? Uh, I mean, a, nobody's ever asked exactly that question before. It's a really good one. Um, I think I was looking for a way to understand art as a socially embedded, outward directed way of being. And I wasn't finding that in the abstract expressionist period where I, at, at my beginning where I was studying. And I remember saying to a very senior curator, you know, I, I love abstraction, both three-dimensional and two-dimensional, but I'm struggling with how that relates to the condition of the present. And she said, well, you should go and see Mark Bradford. 
And at that point, he, this is me, I'm living in Los Angeles, Mark is living in Los Angeles, he's not the famous art world megastar that he is today. And I remember going to his studio, walking in, looking at these towering silver paintings on the wall and thinking, this man has completely reinvented the game. So um, I had to follow him. Explain to our strong cast audience, yeah. how did he reinvent the game? Well, on the simplest level, artists, painters have painted with oil. They painted with acrylic, historically. Mark paints with paper. He's found a way to make paper a liquid form. He has reestablished the possibility of emotion and gesture and feeling in abstraction. And at the same time, the paintings aren't always just about him. They're about his relationship to the world. They're about the world itself. They're about your relationship to the world, my relationship to that world. It happens through color. It happens through form. And it's deeply emotional to look at. Uh, I didn't think that I would see somebody able to achieve that in my lifetime. So to, to see Mark achieve that beginning in, say, 2000, 2001, and to keep getting better and better and better as the years go on, I think is staggering. Was this part of your mission to make these artists not only relevant, but the mega stars that they deserve to be in the art world? Did you, do you think that was one of your callings? Because obviously, you've had an extraordinary impact on bringing them to the mainstream. I think that uh, my, I can't make art. But, but you can, can find those that can. But I can identify those who are doing something extraordinary. Right. And so, yes, I, I, I think that they would have been megastars anyway, somehow, some way. But yes, I do feel, having identified in these artists what I take to be historic achievement, I think it is my job to make sure that as many people as possible acknowledge it. And I don't mean within the art world, I mean the broader world. That's what's important to me. But how did you convince the elite bourgeois insulated art world, how did you convince them to see what you were seeing? And then not only believe in it, but buy into it. Right. Well, the art world has definitely reoriented itself toward black America. There's no question. Black American artists have become the center of the art world. You know, for instance, Mark Bradford has a show opening in Hong Kong at a gallery that was just recently built there uh, this coming week. So there is an entire economy around abstract painting made by a black American in Hong Kong. This is historic. So I think the sheer magnitude of the achievement is at this point irresistible. So if you're simply looking at the painting, comparing his contribution to every other living abstract painter, it, it, it's a self it's self-evident. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes, he, he is the best at what he does, and he's relentless in his pursuit of it. And there are others who have come before him. Norman Lewis is another example. Jack Whitten is another example. Alma Thomas is another example. None of them achieved this kind of notoriety in their lifetime. So he's the first in that case, but he's forcing us to look back at history, forcing us to say, where are our blind spots? Who have we missed? How do we do justice to those artists? even if they're not living to see it. Wow. Thank you for joining us. That is it from Strongcast. I'm Armstrong Williams. You were just listening to Christopher Bedford, the curator of the Baltimore Museum of Art. <laughs>